It is Friday, March 4th. Let's get this shit going. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by the go, you know the you know the thing. A new world order. The truth. What is going on, everybody? We are back. By we, I mean I and the turd in my pocket. Okay, so yesterday after I got done doing the the podcast I did, I was kind of sitting around looking at the laptop and I was trying to think of a way to get some shows out of whatever's going on right now. And when I mean get shows out of it, I mean get information, get something of knowledge, get something to pass on to people because we we know this is not just about the war we know there's more to it than that and sometimes i have to like look back look back at least at like covid and we know the virus wasn't the actual problem it was the steps the government took after the virus and in whatever way we think that happened there's much dispute of course and i think i've made my thoughts pretty clear on that so we have to look at the consequences and the intended consequences from what this conflict is going on with Ukraine and Russia. And of course, we know that it is not accidental. It was done on purpose. And this might be like a little bit of a series I got going on for a little bit. We might pass on to some other news when it comes out or whatnot. But it is it is going to have a lot of ramifications. And we're going to try to go through some of those tonight. Go through some other news I found around today. It's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot of things to track, a lot of things to worry about without ever making people worry too much. We don't want to do that. And it's going to be, it's going to be bumpy. It looks like, let's see where we should start at right now. There is a lot of craziness. Of course, we know Russia is basically a gas station with nukes. Jen Psaki today said something about they're going to start looking into backing off of Russian gas. At the same time, when she was asked about opening the Keystone Pipeline, she said that that wouldn't be even an option because it would take years to get that going and we would see no immediate benefit from it, which why that could be true. But if they wouldn't have cut it off a year ago, we wouldn't have to worry about it right now. <laughs> it would be almost done. So, you know, there's there's that stupidity. And then, of course, she said, you know, if we focused on the, the Green New Deal or whatever, getting more electric more more uh wind turbines more solar panels up all of that stupid shit that this would solve the problem we wouldn't have to worry about getting gas from russia anymore which is this complete absurdity it is pretty clear that that europe a lot of the western european countries they spend at at a crazy amount of their gdp on on green energy and stuff like this and they're still importing a boat ton of of gas and natural gas from from Russia so it's not a viable alternative to 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 getting rid of of our carbon based fuels with this green bullshit it just makes us more dependent on people like Putin so that is just complete nonsense that's going to be a big thing gas prices are already going up in Texas where i live at it was almost 3 360 370 today 
there's some places in LA where it's getting close to, I think, $6 a gallon. Maybe it's $5 a gallon. I can't remember. I've seen it earlier. But that's going to be one of the things we got to focus on and something that we're going to have to worry about. The next thing is we're going to have to worry about the Russians living without CNN. This is a very real concern, guys. They will not have access to the most trusted name in news. This is this is something we're going to have to really work on. We're going to have to get into CNN and make sure they get their broadcast to Russia. This is of life and death consequence right now. <laughs> Those lucky motherfuckers. I wonder what it would take for us to get that in the United States. To not have to deal with CNN. That is That is really sad. I don't know what to do about that. The BBC is also pulling reporters from from Russia. I'm guessing they don't uh, want to cover what's going on there. Or, I don't know, maybe there's something bigger going on. There was also some people from Sky News that, you know, of course with the, the propaganda, they got attacked or got shot at in Ukraine or whatever. But, I mean, if you're an embedded journalist, you're going to get fucked with. They The people shooting at you don't care who who you're with who you represent or whatever they're they're there to kill people so that might have something to do with bbc but i I really can't care anymore i could care i could not care less i couldn't it'd be impossible so with that said there's going to be some real real issues besides cnn getting pulled out of uh not broadcasting in russia and the and the in the gas issues and things like that we're going to have some real consequences with food. And one of those things I saw today, I think this is the first country I've noticed. I've heard South Korea is going to start start canceling some of the orders for the grain that they make there that people they've already kind of sold and pre-promised to people and stuff like that. They're going to start pulling that back. They're first going to take care of their needs and then worry about and then start worrying about some of the contracts they had with other people, which totally makes sense because if you are worried about feeding your own people and in this and the stuff that goes along with that you have to make sure you get your bases covered before you sell to other people and that's going to be one of the problems with ukraine going down is that they do supply a substantial not a great amount of of food and grain and stuff like that but it's it's a very a very decent amount to to that region and with them falling out, because they're not going to be able to to plant and stuff like that with, with this going on. I don't see this wrapping up in the next couple of days or whatever. But also, also Hungary will uh, issue a decree to ban all grain exports tonight. The Minister of Agriculture told RTL. I'm guessing that's like a news organization. But that's another another one of those countries. And we have to start watching for more countries to start doing this to where they are going to stop sending out food to other countries usually you know you take care of everything and then you export the extra to make money and help out other industries and other countries and things like that so if we start seeing more countries follow along in these these footsteps that's going to be an indication that there is going to be a lack of food and then especially if like some of this stuff is for livestock some of this grain and things we'll start noticing meat prices kind of drop and then really shoot up and inflate. So that's another one of those those issues and fallouts we could possibly have from this Russia thing. And then jumping back to the gas real quick, Elon Musk, <laughs> the CEO of the largest US car 
company, of course, we all know who Elon Musk is, urges we need to increase gas and oil output immediately. Think of what you want about Elon Musk. I, I certainly do. I don't know to make heads or tails of that guy. That could be intentional or not. I try not to overthink that one, honestly. I really try not to overthink that because, I mean, it is what it is at this point. If you stand for, if you make good statements and you have good intentions, you kind of you kind of have to go along with people when they do when they do things like that. So, if Elon Musk is saying that, that is not that is not really really boding very well for anybody. The quick update on the the power plant thing that was going on last night. It turns out that none of the reactors, I think there were six reactors at that at that location. I cannot pronounce it. I've tried several times today. I've heard other people try to pronounce it and I'm not even gonna make an attempt at it. But it looks like one of the, the buildings off to the side of it got hit. There's there's finger pointing back and forth if it was some people some Ukrainian people uh, trying to defend it firing at the Russians and they set it on fire or if the Russians shot at whatever they're or shooting at them at the building they were at and it hit it and caused a fire, whatever it was, but it, it definitely got blown out proportion really quick. And that's one of those things with what I was talking about last night on last night's podcast that I can't really report on the war itself because there's so much bullshit going on and we'll see pictures of, of this, but it's actually from something 20 years ago and sometimes the image will be flipped or it'll be colored differently or from a different angle of something else or it's the ghost of kiev and it was the videos were all from a, a flight simulator the people on snake island didn't even die <laughs> i can't comment on the war itself i can't comment on the events of it and i, I shouldn't even talked about the damn nuclear reactor last night but it just popped up when i was in the middle of recording that little thing last night and I just happened to speak about it, but it just goes to show how untrustworthy everything is right now. We can't trust social media. We can't trust our media. If we talk about it while we're just looking at that kind of stuff, it doesn't really help anybody. If, if anything, it's just causing more fear. And it's definitely causing more, all the, the pro-Ukrainian propaganda that's going on isn't really doing the people of Ukraine any good. Sure, they'll fight harder, and they think they have a chance to win this war. But in reality, all the West is getting out of this is getting a patting themselves on the back. They're selling more, giving more arms away so they can spend more tax dollars on getting new shit made. They're basically just clearing out the warehouse so they can get more shit pumped out by, get more shit pumped out by Lockheed Martin, Northrop Grumman, and Boeing, and all this shit. It's getting all these new arms made. It's taxing the the people of those countries, and it could and it could basically just lead to another financial collapse of the West. A part of me wonders if that's part of Russia's plan or not. I really am starting to to believe that that is really the goal of what Putin's doing. He's really draining a lot of money out of the West while he's not completely being cut off, especially his main source of income, the the oil or whatever that's going on there. And, Let's not forget who's backing him. Fucking China is got deep pockets, it seems like. They definitely can borrow a lot of money or make up a lot of money. They have a bunch of people to pay it off, and we're still we're still not really sure where India falls into this. So basically we're 
we got this the situation going on where the world is trying to rebound from all these other these governments shutting down their economies and and paying people to stay at home and we don't know if the vaccines are killing people or not and while we're trying to recover from from being put in this coma we are blowing a shit ton of money into a a regional conflict that is serving no real purpose to us other than we're trying to defend some land that is basically already fallen. We're not, and we're getting a bunch of Ukrainian people killed because they think that they're, they're going to win this war. And should they been invaded or not? Probably not, honestly, but this is, this is something that we do not have the best grasp of. And people just standing up and the Vikings changing the color on their roof to blue and yellow isn't saving anybody's life. It, it's really costing lives at this point. If the people of Ukraine would have... They see, see, there's no real good... Way. I was going to say if they would have just got out of the way and gave it over to Russia. That doesn't sound really good either. See, there's no winning in this. But at this point, it seems like all we're doing is costing more people's lives. There's no way in which you can have your capital city surrounded that you're going to win that war. Like the the war was lost. All they're doing is killing more Russians and getting more of their civilians killed. The actor Zelensky, he's playing his part. He definitely is. And he was shitting on NATO today after this, this uh, power plant thing about not providing a no-fly zone over Ukraine. And that's not really what the West wants right now. They don't want the nuclear war. They're fine with just the starvation that's going to come out of this, the financial the financial collapse that could come out of this. This is all things they are very fine with and maybe even wanted out of it. And there could be even an agreement between all of them that this is what we're going to do. I guarantee you Putin doesn't care about the troops that he's losing out of this. In no way, shape, or form does he really care about that. And it's really... It's really unfortunate. I don't even know if it's sad. It's it's really unfortunate this is happening. There's there's wars that are going on all the time and nobody talks about them. Nobody gives two shit unless the media points the spotlight at it. And this is just another example of, of the Western powers moving in lockstep. Just like they did with COVID. And, and that's all this looks like to me again. The response and then the heightened awareness after COVID. We went from doing anything to save one life matters to let's go to fucking war in the at the drop of a hat. And it's like a, another form of a, my, a mass psychosis of where we are already in this heightened alert, this, this heightened stage of, of paranoia and fear or whatever to where you just show them, show the masses one little thing. And then there's zero ramp up time. It's just fucking full blown shit. Just bam, going right into it. So speaking of that, we got a couple clips. Mm, talking that much kind of starts wearing wearing my throat out a little bit, but it's all good. Let's uh let's jump over to this clip of George Soros. I think this thing is kind of it's not very very recent, but it's George Soros talking about the Russian Empire and kind of re- replacing replacing the Russian Empire. And this guy. Of course, if you're listening to this, you you have to know who George Soros is. I, I'm not going to explain it. If you don't know who he is, just Google the motherfucker and you you will see what this, this madman is all about. Let's check this clip out. 
when the Soviet Union, uh, the Soviet Empire uh, uh, collapsed, uh, 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 moved in and picked up the pieces. Uh, first in Hungary in 1984, uh, uh, and then Poland in 87, China in 87 as well. Uh, and uh, so this is how the, this, uh, what I'm, the Soros Empire uh, <laughs> replacing the Soviet Empire. <laughs> and how do you think you're doing in your imperial ambitions? Mm, so, yeah, that that guy is shady as fuck. The Soros Empire replacing the Soviet Empire, and of course, this guy's done so many crazy things. I'm not going to list them all, of course, but he's he's toppled basically toppled regimes. He's toppled currencies. It's he is basically the the worst of the worst. Let's uh, let's jump over to a Trudeau clip real quick. This is seems like this is pretty recent, and this is uh, Trudeau talking about the slippage of democracy, which of course he's really worried about after he's freezing people's bank accounts, has people locked up. He has the the female leader chick locked up, and she appeared in court in shackles. Uh, I believe it was yesterday. And they denied her her bond or whatever, and now she's gonna have to sit in jail for another year or so until the courts get that the honking figured out. So this is really the guy I want to listen to about democracy. He is he's the best. Justin Castro, take it away. And we've come to a moment that, quite frankly, we've seen coming over the past years. We've talked about it in, in, in the news, not just about Ukraine, but about democracies around the world, that we see a bit of a slippage in our democracies. Countries turning towards slightly more authoritarian leaders. Countries allowing increasing misinformation and disinformation to be shared on social media, turning people against the values and the principles of democracies that are so strong. And that slippage over the years, unfortunately emboldened Putin and made him think that he could get away with this, that he could get away with it in Ukraine. Okay, so there's a lot of stuff to break down right there. You can almost spend a whole show breaking down what Justin Castro thinks right there. The thing that I found the, the most interesting is he's talking about democracies and authoritarianism. And he, he says that the, the speech that is going on, the free speech that is happening, is is actually what is the problem. And I don't feel like I need to elaborate anymore on that. That is the most, uh, it's, it's the biggest oxymoron ever. You can't have a democracy, a republic democracy, with without free speech. <laughs> that's, that's kind of what... The United States was founded upon it and Canada almost mirrored to an extent, not perfectly because they still pay money to the queen, but you, you, he, he wants, he wants a dictatorship. He wants authoritarianism also. He's just pissed off because he can't get away with it yet, but he definitely wants and thinks that the West should start doing this. He envies Xi Jinping. His dad is Fidel Castro. So I can't listen to somebody like that talk about democracy. There's... 
<laughs> what was what did Biden say the other day? There's less democracies, not more. And he yells too, but I I don't want to yell right now. It's getting kind of late around here. I don't want my wife to come back here and kick my ass. I guess the last thing I got tonight, like I said, this might be a series when I see more kind of repercussions of this falling out, or if I don't feel like I elaborated on something good enough, I'll, I'll catch it up in another episode because I need to make better notes when it comes to this kind of thing. I have these thoughts, and then, of course, when you sit down in front of a microphone, it's really hard to get them all cohesive and spit out in a very logical kind of order because my brain doesn't ever work that way but if i find any more of those i'll definitely bring it back up and i'll make better notes and we'll we'll cover them and i'll just kind of label this as part one of of the series of the i'll call it series of the fallout or something like that but the last thing i got on here is that joe biden met with the quad leaders and i'm guessing this is um like south korea japan australia and then one other country it just had the the prime ministers are there and I couldn't trace them all down, but the quad leaders, I'm guessing, yeah, this is around China and North Korea and stuff like that. So it does seem like we are tracking the, the China and Taiwan thing a little bit more closely than we're messing with the Ukraine thing. And we're definitely not going full, full bore into the Ukraine thing because I think China's kind of waiting for NATO to commit, uh, resources like physical, ground like in troops and in mil and um hardware to to this ukraine thing so i, th I think they're kind of holding off on taiwan till then but there's going to become a time where they're going to need to if if putin can keep this going in ukraine and we keep on spending more money on it and then like say like a famine starts to hit then we could see see china really make that move on taiwan but i think we're mostly focusing on this right now as the united states europe could handle russia i have <laughs> the most faith and hope that that the Europeans could handle Russia alone and then we could you know send a little bit over there but mostly focus on focus on China kind of like what we did in World War II where we sent people to Europe but our biggest thing was trying to repel the Japanese and Japan's even asking us to hold on to nuclear weapons this this is something I think that is I thought was going to happen before the Ukraine thing, but it does seem like this is the more serious threat is China. Even in the state of the union, Joe Biden didn't bring up China that much at all. He's talked about us being competitors. I don't really trust him to be the most aware of what China's doing because he's in bed with all of them. So I hate when the desktop does that, but it, it, that seems to really be the, the biggest issue. And that's something we'll keep an eye on. They had a blackout a couple of days ago. I don't know if I mentioned that last night or not, but that's where we're going to need to focus the most attention on if there is going to be something like that, which I do think that one's going to happen. That is definitely one of the agendas that would strangle a large, that would strangle a large part of the world and it would cause untold damage to all forms of, of life as we know it. But with that, we're going to wrap this up. I'm going to try to get this cleaned up and get this out tonight. Y'all have a great fucking weekend. As always, stay frosty, be prepared for whatever's coming, be prepared for anything, because it's all coming eventually. Peace.